0: Welcome to Bo's Cafe. Uh, here hey, we are. We have a guest with us today. We have a guest.
1: Welcome, John. Thanks for having me, Where are you guys. from? <laughs> well, Pacoima. <laughs> uh, Most recently. Yeah, but just a big fan of you guys. Oh, I love thanks. what you guys do. Thank you, and, John. Yeah, and I just wanted to come by and, and, and be with you in the studio. The big
0: fans always come in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> we, the other That's fans right. come in the winter. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: I think I've proven my oh. appreciation to you guys.
0: Welcome back. Well, Do you, uh, you have any... Uh, Thing that you want to bring? Sure, the group? I've got a book here
1: that, <laughs> okay. uh, with a story. Yeah, I'd like to read one of them. today. Yeah. All right. What, here we what go. book is that? Oh, this is uh, my worst day. Oh, they ah, can't Let's come day. back to okay. where yeah. we were. Yeah. yeah. Well, give
0: us something guess. redemptive here.
1: Well, <laughs> whatever's in here, redemption is not part of it. Yeah. <laughs> let's just get that clear. All right. <laughs> okay. uh, 1990. Back in 1983, Mike McDevitt and I were watching a rerun of the 60s television show, Bonanza, while we ate lunch in the home I shared with the McDevits and several others. Long story short, little Joe Cartwright was the handsome son of Ben Cartwright. Ben was the wise, kind, and benevolent patriarch of this wealthy ranching family. This particular episode ended with the two of them working through a breakup with a young woman little Joe had been seeing. Little Joe was sad. Very sad. Ben was about to make a final concluding profound statement. It's what he did. He was a strong man, a few words, but the ones he chose carried immense weight and should be heeded by his children. He put his hand on little Joe's shoulder and said these words, which apparently would make sense of all the heartache little Joe was facing. It was the last moment before the episode ended and the theme music started up. What both Mike and I heard was this exact phrase. Bubbling, little Joe. Bubbling. <laughs> I looked over at Mike. I, I said, uh, did he just say, and Mike answered, bubbling. He said, bubbling, little Joe, bubbling. I said, that's what I heard. He can't have said bubbling. It means nothing. Mike I, says, I think his exact words were, bubbling, little Joe, <laughs> Bubbline. Well, there was no rewinding in those days unless you worked as a film editor at the network station. One shot was all the consumer got. We must have last, laughed for 20 minutes about bubbling. There's no other phrase it could have been. We, we substituted dozens of alternatives trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, but nothing worked. What important phrase of help from Ben to Little Joe could possibly be rhymed with bubbling? Break my spleen, Little Joe. Break my spleen. Hey, my name is Lauren Green, little Joe. Lauren Green. Bub, we're on the big screen, little Joe. On the big screen. Boy, you're lean, little Joe. There was nothing. Six months after that, I moved. And I wouldn't see Mike much at all for nine years. But I think I told the Bubbling story dozens and dozens of times to friends. Wherever I went, I shared it when I taught at conferences and camps. I used it as an illustration in a Sunday morning message. Maybe I've been hoping someone can shed light on it and put this mystery to bed. My relatively new friend, Bob Ryan, has heard me tell this story in different settings many times already. He's a freelance graphic designer and he's teaming with a local design artist on a magazine project. Bob calls me one day. John, I'm working with this guy. His name's Mike McDevitt. (laughs) Could this be the Mike McDevitt? From the Bubblene story? He's a design artist in town. Wow! I said, I-, I didn't know Mike was in town. Yeah, that's probably him. Bob says only this before he hangs up. I've got an idea. It's now four days later. Bob's meeting with Mike again. They're standing over a large angled design board. The project paper is in front of them, and they are trying to solve an issue of design space usage. Mike's a big. Frustrated that he hasn't found a solution yet. Then God releases the hounds of humor. Both men are standing over the document. Bob taps his mechanical pencil on the table and says these words. You know, Mike, this puzzle we're trying to to solve, it's, it's sort of like bubbling little Joe. And then the three seconds of wonder I can barely wait to see in heaven. I will ask to see it over and over and over again. Mike turns his head as on a swivel and leans into Bob and exaggeratedly mouths slowly and sternly, What did you just say? Mike has not heard these words from outside his own head since 1983. His expression conveys that if Bob does not say the exact words in response, Mike will choke him him until he does. Bob, in a moment of near genius, says this. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 Bubbling Little Joe. You know, from the Bonanza Show. It's a statement people make when they hear something that doesn't make sense. You you hear people in graphic arts use it all the time. It's like saying you've got a conundrum or a paradox of misunderstanding. You know, uh, Bubbling Little Joe. Mike stares at Bob like he has said vegetable mallet of corrosive steam harnessing. Mike, moments of staring, then attempts to form words without success, says, What? lean little Joe, Come on, you know. Ben's been trying to help little Joe and no one can figure out what he's going to say next. Stop screwing with me now. Let's get back at this. Mike, m- more trying to form words without success, Where did you hear this? How do you know this? Nobody knows this. There is only one person in the world who... And then, mercifully, Bob smiles and says, I know John Lynch. Awakening? (laughs) God is able to stand in the pain and injustice while at once transcending it. He employs humor, which reminds evil it cannot win. (laughs) Gosh, uh, John, where did you get this well, theological well, <laughs> thesis? <again? laughs> no, Gosh. I, know. I want you to know, before we actually started the podcast, Bill said, I can't defend that awakening. <laughs> How did we let that through? How did we let that through? I, I'm, I'm anxious to he, hear what you're going to say. Yeah. I'm just oh. just sitting
0: here wondering, what? Yeah, <laughs> Well, I had this question, too. You used it as an illustration in a Sunday message. I was wondering what did (laughs) it (laughs) illustrate. well, you've you've (laughs) heard my illustration (laughs) tying
1: it to something of Scripture or meaning is is not a prerequisite. Uh, That is a fun story. Isn't that? that, There's four or five of those you get in your life where everything comes (laughs) together and you just see it happening in front Uh, of you. And you go, "Here it comes!" Such a master at playing that. Absolutely. Oh my (laughs) God. But, I, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you can you imagine uh, a camera on like in those moments uh, a, and, and I really wonder oh. if in heaven we get to see some of that of just oh. can I replay that again and, <laughs> oh. and oh, the <laughs> angels around with popcorn going oh yeah we've been watching that one for a long time <laughs> but, but seriously I, I think we all do know that one of the attributes of God is that, that he is playful He's humorous. He's not just stern and sullen. And evil is. Evil carries no playfulness, no winsomeness, no delight, no lightness. And it is, it, I probably overstated it, but it is a powerful gift of God to say, yes, there's horror in this world. Yes, there's ugliness in this world. But I will, I will always have this for you. I will carry this in this world. And it's not just a reminder to evil, it's a reminder to us that God's in control, that God still is sovereign, that God still knows how to make sense of a of a world that is running out of control and is very, very ugly. And that's that's a powerful gift to me to know that. And I so I, I think if there is a redemptive sense of that that's the idea I was trying to convey. Mm-hmm
0: so you would you would say that humor is part of us being made in the image of God um, that that's, yes. that's part of why we are the way we are with humor yes. and with laughter and that, that's right and that, such that, that that's part that's it's of not part of the fall in other words the, it's ex- part of, exactly it's, yeah exactly yeah exactly
1: I, that's well said I think that's well said you know there's a um, Unless you listen to some comics and you go, <laughs> yeah. that that was part of That's the fall. <laughs> that yeah, was part of the fall. <laughs> Definitely part of the fall. Yeah. <laughs> We've eaten of the apple, <laughs> <laughs> and now we have laughter. <laughs> <laughs> what is this strange evil? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> well, there is um, much um, joy in in this laughter, and we don't see a lot of of. Um, that in in the gospels and, you know we don't see jesus telling telling jokes right. but we see him e- enjoying Absolutely. himself at parties Absolutely. Uh, and and with his friends um, and i i've often thought about that that whole theology of where does this humor come from where does this capacity right. maybe it's not the capacity to actually uh, create humor in in a friendship or relationship or a party, that kind of, But the capacity to enjoy humor Absolutely. is just as significant. It's like maybe I can't draw a canvas of art, but I can love it. I Absolutely. can enjoy it. I can appreciate it.
1: Well, And I think, I think about an environment of grace, that it's a place of safety, of delight, of warmth, of, uh, of self-effacing humor. And when I think of John laying on Jesus's breast, there was a safety and a and a spontaneity and a and not just stern and, and important and pithy statements, but long hours together where they enjoyed each other. Yeah. And that enjoyment, uh, to to me, one of the things that proves and displays an environment of grace is when agenda is that fear that people have of authority with agenda when it can be minimized and lessened by the playful enjoyment and humor of each other. I, I think, because I've gone through the same thing, why why isn't Jesus telling some one-liners and, mm-hmm. and, and there's some responses in there? But I think it carries more of that idea than, mm-hmm. that, we're, that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think coming in
0: touch with the gospel of God's grace gives you... As we said before, both a carefulness and a carefreeness yes. that allows you to play, yes. that allows you to have fun, and I and not do at anyone
1: else's expense.
0: Exactly, with with great dignity, respect. That's right. And I I sense that in in various places, but in most places, it's uh, pretty tied down. That's right. And uh,
1: and I think that's a gift that we who carry the original good news get to permeate. Uh, An environment with, and it and it it displays the winsomeness uh, better than we can even sometimes display it in a didactic conversation. Sure does, absolutely. Well, uh, Bill, you're not going to give us much uh, today, is that
0: right? You, you... Well, I mean, now that we're done, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you, had,
1: you had nothing. <laughs> you had nothing. Um, I'll, I'll add just one thing. I have deeply appreciated, John, your humor. I, I think it has played an incredible part in our message and who we are. I think one of the tragedies of people who don't know how to have a good time is they have to hide from each other when they do. Hmm. Hmm. And, and, and that is so tragic. Hmm. It, it's like if we're really serious, no. Well, we're, And we're I want to add to that, it, it, was, it was the first culture that I had been in when I came here where it was appreciated, valued, enjoyed, and and allowed and released. And and so it it really, I thought, for the rest of my life, I've got to be this different guy. And I wasn't made that way. We weren't made that way. That's right.
0: Yeah. That's right. Thanks. Well, we will see you next week. We'll try to upgrade the story next week, all right? And give you a little more (laughs) insight. Pithiness, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) See you next week.